right, we're back. You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show, and I have something to say about this next guest. She's one of the most amazing people I've met, I met, when I was on the Camino. This is how I feel about her. Isn't she lovely? Oh, yeah. You know, one of the many journeys I heard while I was walking my 1,000 kilometers on the Camino de Santiago. You have to say it like, you killed my father, prepare to die. What's <laughs> like, that guy, Inigo Montoya yeah, get, or something? Or what's the other, Ricardo Montalban? Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> find Corinthian find leather. Find Corinthian leather. <laughs> Was this Finnish lady, a Finnish woman named Uti. Boy, I love this name. One night at dinner, she shared her story of growing up with a mother who told her that she was worthless, pretty much. That she would never grow up to be anything, to mean anything to anyone. However, her older brother was spoiled with money and cars and loads of encouragement. Uti was eight years old. He shot her in the eye with an air pistol, causing her to lose almost all of her vision in that eye. But Uti rose up out of those ashes of lies and became a nurse. Taking care of others was something she had learned to do at the age of five when her mother decided that she was old enough to take care of her two-year-old sister. What? Then, when this beautifully courageous woman... Uh, began to have children of her own. She laid down her career and invested everything she could into their lives. Yet even today, Uti has a hard time wondering why I would even bother to ask her to share her journey on my radio show. Why would anyone want to hear my story? I'm nobody special. Well, and hopefully we can hear the rest of her story right now. Uti, can you hear us okay? Yes, I can. I do. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm fine. You're called to stay in Finland. And we've been out working in uh, um, our garden, and then we went to sauna. And um, sauna. Then, yeah, sauna. Yeah, you, you know said, what is sauna? You said sauna. And, uh, sauna. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, not sauna. It's sauna. Sauna. I want to know when was the last time you and your brother talked about the time he shot you in the eye? Never. We have never talked about that. Why? Uh, why? Because uh, my mother said I'm not allowed to because uh, he's so sensible and I'm going to ruin his life if I, I like, um, uh, accuse him or something like that. So uh, I, I decided to be quiet. And I just thought that, uh, uh, well, even even we didn't talk about that, It's uh, it happens when my brother was in quite a big problems in his teenage and even after that, uh, I sometimes, or quite many times, I heard that, you know, this is the shooting was uh, one of the reasons that he's like that. It's like, it was like my fault. I, I, I felt like that. It was my fault. I was the victim, but, you know, he she turned it like a, like I was guilty. That that's what I felt when yeah. I was a little girl. Wow. Uh, well, do you, Do you remember the first time we met? Yes, I remember. You was uh, stealing a cake from the breakfast. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> hold on a second. Did you just say I was stealing cake? I don't. I don't want everyone to know that story. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. You just. You, you. That was a joke. Yeah. That was a joke. You didn't. But you. You was. Uh, um, actually, I saw you uh, before that. Uh, you came to the same place to sleep where we was, and um, you didn't talk. 
and the lady of the the hostel was looking at me like a do you know this guy or something there's something wrong with him and i said that um uh as a nurse i can uh tell that he can hear and i even think that uh, he can speak but there's a reason why he he doesn't so um you act like that so wow so um, I, I didn't know that. Wow, that's the first time I've heard that story. I'm I'm embarrassed <laughs> now. Um, I don't get embarrassed. Uti, um, where on a scale of one to ten, and, and hopefully that you can understand the English transa- translation here. So, one is very low. Ten is very high. Yeah. Um, at this point in your life, how do you feel about yourself? What number do you give yourself? Well, um. Well, that's a that's a difficult difficult question because um, uh, if I think what is my life now, I think it's about nine nine and a half. With uh, you know, with my uh, what is the uh, yeah, what is uh, with my with my you know with my head. Mm. But if, if I go to my feelings. Uh, sometimes I can be in a two or three or four. So when I was uh, when I was reading your bio, I compared your story a little bit to Cinderella, right? And I know it's not a stepmom scenario, but it, you know, you grew up with a mom that did not empower you, that did not give you strength, that, that didn't. Never. Your mother did not encourage you, correct? Never. So she uh, even put it down in many times, you know. Uh, the one thing that uh, that I too remember that affected me a lot in my my whole life was that uh, I came home with the uh, a, a quite uh, bad uh, numbers from from the school from the mathematics proof or something like that, and she told me that oh don't bother, uh, you can't be you know very clever person because you have stupid parents too so that's the life you know that's that's what's going to be and uh, another thing that was that affected me very much uh, was I I made a bad uh, accident with a car and and my girlfriend died and when there was this hearing about this it was not my fault nothing there was another car that crashed us uh, I was told that uh, uh, not tell anything that they they can you know uh, think that you are guilty and uh, don't um, uh, you know you have to think about what you say because uh, it's so easy that they make you guilty because you're a young girl. Hmm. I was 18, but I, you know the police said and, and and I haven't done anything wrong. I and and it you know the other other guy who. Who hit us was the only guilty one in in this accident. But that was, uh, you know, the advice for me to go to the hearing. That don't uh, don't tell them anything. You know, like you, it's better for you to lie, not to get in trouble. So I knew I didn't, I haven't done anything wrong. But you know, things like that. They are small things, but they they affect so much. I would have 
like to hear something like you're going to, you know, everything is going to be okay, you're not guilty, we know that, we, we trust on you, something like that. Yeah. But no, never. Um, your mother died a few years ago, is that is that right? Yeah, in 2004. In 2004. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, I think of 2004 as just a few years ago, but uh, that was, it was a <laughs> lot longer than a few years ago. And I'm assuming that you went to her funeral. But sure, I did. Okay. Yeah, Were you able to to talk to your mom before she died? Were you able to... No. No. No, no we didn't go through these things because um, uh, uh, some other things happened too in my life, very bad things, so I was I needed some therapy. And uh, in that therapy, the things came out, you know, the things of my, my mother and... and um, I really worked with those, but in that time, my mother was already like, um, uh, you know, she had an Alzheimer's, so she couldn't understand anything, or, or at, at the last years, she didn't even recognize me, so it was not a big deal to to start to talk with him. So it, it bothers me a little bit, but um, with the therapy, I have forgiven or I have uh, perhaps not forgiven, but I understand why she did what she did, because she had her life and, and it was not easy at all. Um, many bad things happened to her too. So I think it was, um, uh, I think she couldn't cut the chain, you know, the bad things, which I have been struggling a lot and uh, I have a really good relationship to my daughter, uh, who is uh, about 35 now, and um, and we talk a lot with her, and uh, and I have talked with her with, of all these troubles and everything. And uh, now, when she had had something really bad, uh, she had come to speak to a therapist too, and and I'm so proud about that that she can. You know, recognize things and 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 be, um, you know, to to start to handle them and uh, and get rid of them like that. And she told me that I showed the way to to how to handle you know bad things or or sadness right. or things like that. So I'm really I'm really happy about that. I feel like I have. Uh, I haven't continued in the same way as my mother and her mother was, and my mother tried to to do to, to me, but I could do something. I could change my life, my my, you know, my ideas about life and, and things. Well, this and is I this really is this is where I want to I want to stop you and say um, how proud I am of you because there are so many people and I've talked to a lot of people over the years who have endured things from their parents you know they've endured certain abuses from their parents yeah and they've they've continued some of the dysfunctionality they've continued on in their life and and they've they've not been able to crawl out from the ashes that they've not been able to stop the um I guess sort of the family chain of dysfunctionality and i'm really proud of you uti which is it's just kind of goofy for me to say that because you know we met on the camino we know each other a tiny little bit 
but for you to to um, to stop the chain of um, I guess neglect. Can I use that word? Do you mind if I say that yeah. you're? Yeah, I mean that's the reality, right? So you've stopped mm-hmm. this chain of neglect, and now your children will will never uh, experience what you experience, and they will go on and and uh, and raise up children the way that you raise them. So I hope you understand that this is such a paradigm shift in in the in the family tree of yours, right? Mm, must be. <laughs> well, it, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Uti, I want to bring in Seppo. I know he's he's sitting there listening because he's yeah he's, nervous. He he. <laughs> I know. Uh, Seppo, can you hear me? Okay, I'm fine. Why did you? Um, no, I want to ask this differently. I know you're proud of your wife. How long have you been married? We've been uh, together from seventy three. Hey, hey, yeah, U- Uti, 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 I'm talking. I'm talking to Seppo here. Just, just, just. <laughs> yes, we met in seventy three and got married at eighty. So it's been thirty seven years of marriage. Been we've been together uh, forty four years now. Wow. So congratulations, obviously, on that. But I mean, look, you know your wife's story better than anybody, and you've seen her grow. What are you the most proud of? I'm the most proud uh, that she could uh, cut the chain, yeah, and and uh, do something else with her, her children, something else that her parents had done with her, or her mother rather. Mm-hmm. What advice, Uti, do you give to women who have grown up with mothers? that have not been mothering. They've grown up with mothers who have not been encouraging and supportive. Because if anybody has the right to give advice, it's you. So, and I know the, I know you're sitting there going, who am I? I, I, don't, I can't give any advice, blah, blah, blah. But you do have the right to, to speak into their lives. What do you say to these women? Well, um, perhaps, uh, uh, you know, to, to take responsibility the responsibility of your own life because it's no one else that can change it, only you. And uh, I think study things too. That was my method that I, I studied. Uh, I, I read many books and, and, and tried to find other things to do, how to behave myself, how to grow up children and, and, and you know, take, take my life in my hands. And I, I didn't do what my mother asked me to do and, and uh, what she wanted me to do. I, I totally, uh, I, I didn't obey him. And I'm really, really proud of that too. I ignored what he, what she said to me. And uh, I think it's, it's me in my life that I don't like to continue like, like she has done. So, um, you have to you have to understand that it's only you that can change your life. Hmm. It's it's not it's not easy, and I I've been happy to find to to find Seppo because I was you know I was a a person who was very um, I was uh, the one who had to help everyone and please everyone and take care about everyone and if there was I was very easy catch for a jerk to come. And, to 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 make use of me or something like that, but I found Seppo and and that helped. It's not only you; it's all it's also the luck 
I think it's um, it's not that you can 100% change your life yourself. You have to have good luck too. At least I think so. Sure. So uh, I've been lucky. Um, Seppo, that's the uh, that's those are pretty good words. Your wife just said she was lucky to find you. I, and I, I've met you. I know you a little bit. I'm not sure that was lucky. <laughs> uh, well, I think you're absolutely right. But uh, still, we go uh, go together rather well. Yeah. <laughs> Uti, I want to ask, just as we get near to the end of this interview, I want to ask about the word forgiveness. Because that's a hard word. I think people use the word forgiveness a lot, and they don't really understand what it means or what kind of work goes into forgiveness. Have you forgiven mm-hmm. your mother? I said I, I, uh, I perhaps I haven't totally, but I have. Uh, I understand her, so I don't. Um, well, in a way, yes, but I, I, uh, I don't accept what she does did to me or to anyone uh, in our family, uh, but uh, I understand why she did what she did. So that's a little bit different, but like um, forgive, I'm not sure if it's totally like that, but I, I think it's almost the same to understand and, and to forgive. I think so. It's, it's almost the same thing. Right. But I don't have any bad feelings. The only bad feeling is that I, I can talk to her. But I think it's better like this. Now I can like um, think that it would have uh, ended well, though I have a little thought in my mind that perhaps not. So I can imagine that it, it would have ended well talking with my mother. Can you just remind us again the position your mother took? What did your mother say when your brother shot you in the eye? Oh, she said, it's, uh, I, um, I can't talk with him about this because... So hold on, hold on. I just want to clear this up for our listeners. Your mother said that you should not talk with your brother about yeah. this. Yeah. Not to, to blame him or anything because it would hurt him. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, yeah. how do you explain, uh, I'm not even sure how to ask this. I mean, look, Tim, as I'm looking at you sharing this story, here's a five-year-old girl whose responsibility is to take care of her two-year-old sister. Yeah. In any world, in any culture, is that not weird or wrong? Can we even use the word wrong? Ooh, it's hard. I mean, it, it, it's not great, obviously. You know, it's definitely, you know, we can look at it as a first world problem, so to speak. I mean, around the world and other places, there isn't much choice. There are families that are being, you know, Yeah, but we're talking Finland. This isn't, yeah, you know, this is, this is what I'm saying, though. But yeah, Sudan. Yeah. It, it, it definitely, it's wrong in the bigger picture, but obviously in these more developed, our more developed countries, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, obviously. I just can't yeah. imagine a five-year-old taking care of a two-year-old. I just yeah. can't see it. Sorry, Uti, what were you going to say? Yeah, I I, um, I found some good things, uh, uh, sides of this too. So I think Seppo has never been hungry because I was so worried about my little sister to keep her <laughs> food that uh, I continue to make food all the time for yeah. the whole family. And they, they, you know, they they really they think I'm really funny because I'm always giving food and food and food because it's, I think it's, it comes from there. And uh, it's... 
Seppo is getting fat. I know it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you accused me of stealing cake at that one dinner we had. But, Seppo, I saw you steal food as well. Uh, I don't have to. I don't have to. I always had enough. <laughs> well, listen, I, I know that you guys, well, more in particular, Uti, I know that this interview, what you coming up to this interview, you were very, very nervous, right? Yes, yes. Now that it's... I feel like... Now that English it, is not my, my, my best foreign language, so I, I thought I could speak about these things, but I feel myself a little bit like an idiot. Uh, well, you weren't an idiot. You were words no. that, that simple and like that, you know? You were not an idiot. That's Tim's job. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you did a fantastic job. Now that the interview is over, how do you feel? Oh, I feel great. I, I would like to talk with you much more, and I would like to have you here in Finland. And we could go for a sauna. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. With and you. fix the well, garden in the winter. <laughs> well, in the winter, it's, it's nice because you can jump out to the snow yeah. from the sauna. So it's really nice. Listen, I, I, I said this to you last time. I would love to visit you, but... I'm telling you, man, Finland is so far away. I mean, it's nowhere near yeah. New York. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a, We have a, a, a friend from the uh, United States that uh, phoned us when he was in Paris that when I'm just near here, I think I can pass from your house now. Is that okay? <laughs> sure. He was in Paris. <laughs> it's so close, so close. Well, listen, yeah. I, I want to thank you for letting me talk you into coming on the show your journey has been an inspirational one for me and i can only imagine the inspiration as a matter of fact i talked to a couple of people before the show and they said they cannot wait to hear you on our show i hope they're not disappointed <laughs> see she goes right to that hey rabbi tim over here hey, i don't know why uti thank you for sharing your story seppo thank you for loving this woman Thank you to both of you for joining us, and uh, this was a real encouragement for a lot of women on this special sort of I Forgot International Women's Day show. Yeah, but I hope so. I I, I think uh, women are the power of the world, so we coping on, we go on, you know, all the ladies from the world join up, join together, and we find we find a beautiful world, so we can take care of our husbands. <laughs> you sound like our prime minister's wife. Yeah, that's good. Uti, Seppo, thank you very much. Go go back to your sauna in Finland, okay? Yeah, we do that. We do that. Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs> to me, it was just so important to have her on the show, to just give a little validation to to her story. Absolutely. Um you know, I've met so many people on the Camino, and those two are just two that I will never forget. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful couple. It's so very lovely.